0: Tape heads, welcome back to make us a mixtape. I'm your host, Marty DeRosa.
1: I'm your other host, Paul Farvar.
0: And we are back with our second half of our two part episode of Songs We Don't Need to Hear Anymore. Thank you so much for reaching out. My list was, in fact, perfect. Uh, All the tape heads out there, they told us, they said, Marty, so spot on. And thanks to, and keep those rolling in. And Paul, how can people uh, contact us?
1: PaulMartyMix at gmail.com.
0: So what we have done, if you uh if you missed last week's episode, maybe you're a maybe you're a Paul head. You only like Paul episodes. Uh, this is uh, what are Paul episodes? Paul episodes are just your list. Uh, this is the like <laughs> we, if we do we a We only did the one
1: with the mixtape for the breakups. Yeah. It's the only one we did. Yeah.
0: Done. So uh you know, maybe there's Paul heads out there. You
1: know, that that's fine. Marty uh, heads are listening for the uh for the insight on Limp Biscuit. Limp Biscuit, Scott Smash, uh, yeah, Scott Liker.
0: <laughs> but anyway, um, what we have done is sat down and made our five song mix of songs that we never need to hear again. Yes. That definition is open to interpretation. It was Um,
1: hard for me to to understand. This was your idea. And and it was just kind of like, well,
0: sometimes we just try to throw some stuff against the wall. See what, see what sticks. Uh, essentially, all these are just talking points, so we can get we can get going and giving you the listeners we're the music knowledge that we,
1: we can't have guests right now. We are being safe. We have a uh, we have or surrounded by. And a I check I checked the
0: analytics. Uh, people like solo up. Ep- we call these solo episodes yeah. without guests. Uh, people like them. Um, and uh, so last week, I feel like I went with bands that I don't really like. Um, Paul, why don't you uh, give a little synopsis I did, of your list?
1: I did the theory that we mentioned before of songs that. I've just heard too much, whether I never liked them in the beginning or yeah. I did. And then now it makes me ill when I hear them. And a couple of them are from from bands I just can't listen to anymore, although they were at one point one of my favorites. And then others are songs that I'm just like, I never liked them from beginning.
0: Were there any songs that almost made the yes, list? Yes, there were so to, many. You forgot to ask me that last time. And I'm glad you did because it would have been a lot of these songs yeah. or some of these songs. <laughs>
1: Right, right. No, I, I think Because that, you have uh, one
0: on here, which I think is the king. Okay. The king of songs I never want to hear again.
1: I didn't want... So like with your list... I think and I cheated.
0: I looked at your... I was I was out yeah, of it last night. We never night. do that. We never do that, but I was just like, oh, I got to see this. We share and I at the looked, same time. And I was like,
1: oh no, I looked at
0: the list and I would have definitely picked... I would have picked one of your songs for sure and I would have picked one of these bands for sure. I would have...
1: On your list, I told you before, I would have had... You had you 2 and Aerosmith and those were quintessential songs by them. And I would hate both the songs and I hate both the bands. Um, for me, I was trying to go with stuff that just was overplayed or in some cases, just bands. I can't, I can't hear anything that they do anymore. And okay. I went with their songs that I just, uh, I can't do anymore. And as, as our friend Dan Carlson said before, it's like, at some point you've just heard too much of one album Absolutely. or one song.
0: And, uh, and I see a lot of these songs and, and, um uh these are all songs that, um, you know, when they say like, hit the zeitgeist, like you couldn't escape these songs when they were out. Um, there's really no song on here where it's just like, because here, here's where I you know. I don't know what zeitgeist means, but. It's like part of the, you know, it's part of the everyday I world. used the word
1: paradigm during your show for the first time. Oh, life.
0: okay. I mean, they become part of the vernacular, uh, you know. <laughs> People if you are going to
1: tune in right now and they'll be like, is this Marty and
0: Paul? They become part of the lexicon, if you Who are you these will. idiots? Uh, no, but I mean, first of all, a lot of these songs, you know they're, you know, they're just fucking need to go away yes. when uh, Weird Al covers them, which you have one of those. Oh, really? That's yeah. right. Uh, uh,
1: two of them. Didn't we cover two? Um, well, maybe. Maybe.
0: Well, I don't know. I, you know what, with Weird Al, you never know. Like, sometimes if I have one of his old videos on, there's like new stuff he does or weird. I'm like, I never remembered him doing that. Um, or like uh, or they covered on Saturday Night Live, which is sure you know, uh for boomers by boomers. Uh there's just a lot of uh stuff where it's just like I you can't hear this anymore. Sure. And um
1: Yeah. I, I, I think um I agree with that. There was there were songs that um by artists that I just can't here anymore. I, I was going to put uh, some Hootie and the Blowfish, for example. Okay. A lot of the stuff that I couldn't, I can't what hear Hootie anymore. What Hootie song would you have went with? Probably Hold My Hand. Yeah. Yeah, I think or, so. Or uh, the other one. I only want to be with you. Yeah. Um, there, was, uh, there were a couple of songs that were big hits in the 90s that. Uh, but I felt like, you know what, we've already addressed them in other episodes. Yeah. The brand new Radicals or the new Radicals, yeah. that song Get What You Give is probably... Yeah my least favorite song of all time, but we See, covered that on an episode before.
0: I'll still take it. I'll take it. That came up
1: recently. I was in Minneapolis, and I was like, oh, did they film that at the Mall of America? They filmed it at a mall, but not Mall of America wow. in Minnesota. Like, Why would you do that?
0: Yeah, because it's probably too big.
1: You know? Probably because they're like Marilyn Manson. Would you know what do was filmed we at we the Mall of America? What's that?
0: The first episode of Nitro.
1: Actually, no, I think it was Mall Mallrats was filmed in Minnesota. No.
0: Right?
1: Yeah. Oh, yeah, you're right, I think. Actually. Nitro.
0: Monday Nitro. Oh. The God. first episode was at the Mall of America. It's so awesome. We're five minutes in. And right in the, in the middle. You can see all in the food wrestling. court. In the food court.
1: Did you have a wrestling reference to the last episode? I don't think you I don't did. Think I did. Wow, that's a I don't first in, in the in the history. And I, I didn't I, talk about bands. That had I, I went
0: back, I would have said Oh I did. You know, not all U two songs are bad. Uh Triple H when he came back from his injury, they had a beautiful <laughs> video. to a beautiful day. Uh, but yeah. a but oh, Beautiful
1: Day is one that would have made it's my It's a list. beautiful day. These that are song. also
0: songs that I feel like if you bought like a gateway computer back in the day, <laughs> and it was like, we also have a jukebox, and these songs would be on it for sure. There'd be a lot of these songs on it where it's just like
1: on cool. spinner.com. Yeah, yeah,
0: or just like a dad has like a CD that just says, or music Netscape. I like. Their yeah. nice kid made, dad, I made you a mix of all the songs you like. These are the fucking songs on those mixes for yeah, sure. Yeah,
1: yeah. Well, the first song I have on my mix is definitely going to be controversial. Oh, one that I forgot to put on was Pink Floyd. I I can't stand Pink Floyd. And uh
0: Which which Pink Floyd song would you like?
1: Uh, anything, really? Anything by them See, off the I, wall. I felt anything like off of moments. I just momentary lapse of reason. So
0: in the in the uh in respects to Pink Floyd, my brother when I was a kid, he was he had a big classic Same. rock phase. My brother phase. Liked too. Uh, but he never was into oh uh Pink, Pink Floyd, Floyd or this band. So I just got sick of these from the radio. And Pink Floyd, they didn't play a whole lot on the radio, I felt like. But boy, oh, boy. song's too long, yeah. This, this song, your first song, is a band that uh, all of the radio stations in Chicago that played classic this rock. This is going to be
1: controversial.
0: They just got together and said, let's make Marty and Paul hate this song slash band. But we don't
1: hate them, but, you know, here we go. Probably the most popular song in all of rock.
0: Uh one well off. it's the guitar everybody learns how to play this at the at, when they first play guitar right Wayne's world had a great joke about stairway you know you can't stairway play stairway to heaven, heaven in this guitar you can't center play the guitar stairway scenario. denied
1: Stairway to Heaven Led Zeppelin recent lawsuit they won even Ooh. though they shouldn't have with who Uh there was a guy who wrote this intro uh in a band oh. It was in the papers again and I would have went with the Hey
0: come I just
1: I, all, all those Led Zeppelin songs from this album I mean uh, from four from three because because radio
0: wise in Chicago the loop played so much Led Zeppelin yeah two for Tuesdays and, get uh, the lead out uh, five WLS, at 5 a.m yeah. 5 p.m get the lead out yeah
1: oh the uh oh, why this God, song though? come this on song, listen to because this I song. just can't I can't listen to it anymore I can't <laughs> Yeah, I, and and the thing is, is what about when it kicks in? No, the the Led Zeppelin songs, they're holy think, shit, it's like twenty minutes long. I'm at two and a
0: half minutes, and we still have five minutes. Yeah, five twenty five.
1: So Led Zeppelin to me, there's like hey, one what or if two I told songs you I could still listen to. It.
0: We're almost at the four minute mark, and it still hasn't really kicked in.
1: Oh, it's starting to get there.
0: At four forty eight.
1: See, if the song was just from here, it would be okay still. I mean, I, I've never gotten past the first minute in the last 20 years.
0: Yeah, this is one of those songs where uh, you'll hear comics make a joke about getting a lap dance, and they're like, you know, whether it's like a Grateful Dead <laughs> song or like a Fish song, this you might as well throw this on there too. Cause, Cause it's, it's slow, long, yeah. you know, it's slow. So they it can't be like doing crazy stuff. They got to just kind of be like grinding. You That's know, a like. Good idea. <laughs> <laughs> when's the last time you had a lap dance? I think
1: I've only had three in my life.
0: You know, what's so weird. I'm I we used guy. to, we used to go to strip clubs a lot in Indiana. Go figure. Um, we used to go after Monday night. We'd watch Monday night raw and then go to a place that was BYOB. We used to bring like a case of beer yeah. and just fucking go crazy. But, uh, uh, I hadn't been to a strip club in a long time, and then one of our buddies was getting married, so we had done a show. and We're like, "You want to just go to a strip club for your bachelor party?" And he's like, "Yeah, sure." They do this thing now at strip clubs where they'll come around. Well,
1: not now. There's no. They, well, they're not even. I'm sure anything. there are at some places. Really? Okay. Um, well, what do they
0: do? But they, this was pre-pandemic, so I don't know if this is going to change or not. Um, they would come to your table, and also I thought they'd be like, "You can't have your phone out because you're taking. You'll take pictures of naked sure. ladies." That doesn't seem to be a problem. No, Um, uh, But also, one of the things that they uh, were doing here. Also, you know what they do at some of these strip clubs? They don't put doors on the stalls because they don't want you cranking it in there. So it's like if you have to poop, you're just shit out. I mean, you're just, yeah, you got to just shit like in jail. So what's the thing that they do? They come to your table with lotion and they're like, would you like a lotion massage? And they put (sniffs) lotion and then they like stick their hand down your shirt and like massage you. Yeah. One of our friends, I can't say who it is on the uh, podcast, I'll write their name down here, <laughs> was like, he got like multiple of these like gross, like <laughs> fucking lotion massages. Imagine if you're And hairy. I was like, oh, and he is. And I was <laughs> yeah. like, Don't, doesn't that feel gross with your shirt? And he's like, it feels great. And I'm like, Ugh, whatever. Ugh. But anyway. <laughs>
1: God, that's so gross. We got off on I, uh, tangent. Well, one more thing. About, well, because I think Led Zeppelin, I think every stripper loves Led Zeppelin. Do they? I don't know. Back I mean, in the day they did. Or Pantera. Know. But um Oh yeah. I there's certain people that just love strip clubs. I just never got into it. My I have uh degenerate married friends who would go to the strip club. With just mesh shorts and nothing else. Come on, that's not They're, real. Like, they want to feel. That's not no, real. No, it's, it's real. They that's would go illegal. Like Tuesdays. Well, what would not.
0: happen if you had a big giant erection they, and they, your mesh shorts?
1: They would get like they would get rubbed out oh uh, through the mesh shorts. Also, I don't think that's going to feel great. Mesh shorts probably feel comfortable. I don't know. They're like mm. thin. Cool. I don't know. I, don't I, done I cannot any. believe this podcast.
0: This you know, is a true story. I went. I had a fun story. About gross lotion massages. I'm taking you and one you went
1: mesh shorts. But there are certain. I, I I was at a. I did comedy shows recently, and the other comedian is a stripper guy. You know, people. There are guys who are just. They just like strip. Yeah. Strip. I just never got into yeah. it. Yeah. But I guess there's a there's a market for it. Sure. Lonely married guys who are away from home. I mean, we were to be the, we
0: were young boys. Uh, I think just one of us was 21. So they'd bring in the case of beer, and we'd all just drink. At yeah, the, uh, it was called
1: the body shop. We used to get strippers and, at our fraternity too. And I didn't like that either. That
0: always felt weird. Yeah. Cause they would all come like, you're not going to kill us. Right. And they bring be like, a big dude with sometimes. Them. Yeah. They would bring big dudes. I, I was only at a couple parties where like somebody would get a, a adult dancer. I'm glad that we didn't have a it. lot of money back then to do dumb stuff like that. Cause I felt like we would have probably done it more.
1: If you think about it, like, they they probably made a shit ton of money because you have a bunch of dudes who are like hard up during finals and they're all she, there's like what fifty guys you say each of them popped five ten bucks oh my plus god plus the appearance fee that they probably had to pay their appearance fee I'm assuming that they just show <laughs> and up then they do
0: a meet and greet afterwards and they would sell polaroids
1: probably made thousand dollars for not like not all right, all right. not doing anything illicit.
0: Do you think she felt weird when she opened the door and it was you and all your friends in mesh shorts Another, and, no, and tank tops? Different
1: time. This was, that was, uh, those were, these were kids who were there 20, like 18, 19, and 20 who couldn't think of the mesh short idea. All right. That, that gentleman is was 40 at
0: the time. Well, we travel from the land of mesh shorts to Let's Seattle. Uh, why, uh, why? Why, why, why? Play
1: the song and we can explain. Jeremy by Pearl Jam. Ugh.
0: <laughs>
1: uh, uh, I felt like I kept my distance
0: from Pearl Jam enough back in the day Stop it, just play, stop no, playing No, I can't, we gotta let it play a little uh, bit
1: Everyone knows it It just didn't right. hold up for me I was a huge Pearl Jam fan When, they okay. came, when Pearl Jam 10 came out, I was obsessed with them that came out before the internet. So have
0: you have you seen Pearl Jam Twenty, the documentary? No, it's great.
1: And Eddie Vedder's, I I, I watched his interview on uh, uh, front of the show, Ryan Dempster's off the mound, um, and he did a great job, and I, and I like him, and he was on Howard Stern recently. My cousin is obsessed with Pearl Jam. I introduced him to Pearl Jam back in the '90s, and he still goes to all their concerts. Okay. He was like bummed out because of the tour that didn't happen. Okay, but like. Jeremy, just this song and Pearl Jam in general. There are certain songs that I can maybe listen to B sides, but I can't stand them anymore. And you, and you never got into them. You said.
0: I mean, they weren't like one of my top bands back in the day, so I felt like I just. I think I only owned like. I mean, I had. I think I had the CD of like verses and vitology, but I d- but I wasn't a huge Pearl Jam guy.
1: I mean, Pearl Jam ten. I would listen to that from beginning to end in my. Toyota Celica with the CD uh, player cassette that went in. You put the CD player and had to mm. put Absolutely. it in, Portable CD player. And I remember we'd listen to that nonstop um, at dances after afterwards, uh, uh, wherever we we're hanging out, and all the dudes would just hang out and girls would just be like, why are you guys listening to this So do
0: you get the, the residual effect when you hear those like, you know, sort of like post-grunge bands that sound like – Pearl no, jam because
1: I don't even, I can't even make it through a Pearl Jam song. Like, I, I, there's maybe two or three songs that still hold up for me, but like Jeremy was one, the first one where I was like, I can't listen to it anymore because it was overplayed. Yeah. So much. Okay. Then I went to this, the B side songs like Release, which was like the last song on 10. And uh, Even Flow was one of my favorite songs at one point. Sure. But then that was overplayed. Sure. And then when Vitality and Versus came out, Every song on that album was played on every station.
0: Even Flow. Uh, WCW used to make uh, basically ripoffs of popular songs. Like Diamond Dallas Page used to come out to basically Smells Like Teen Spirit, just like they would change it up yeah, just yeah. a little bit. And Chris Jericho would come out to an Even Flow uh, bootleg song.
1: Was it a, uh instrumental, you mean?
0: Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Jimmy Hart would just twiddle with it enough to where they can't <laughs> legally get sued.
1: Yeah, for for me Pearl Jam and, and it's funny because they're so old now. They're a classic, you know, classic rock plays them. Yeah. To me it's like shit we they were like the the new thing
0: when we were in sure. in in high school. Sure. Um the 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 Pearl Jam 20 documentary um shows how they like blew up. I think they were opening for the Melvins, I could be wrong.
1: They opened for Red Hot Chili Peppers.
0: But this is when they started to really catch fire and I think they had to just be like, "Why don't you guys why don't we open for you? Because mm-hmm. this is like because people would come to the shows to them. for them and then leave. So, well,
1: Pearl Jam was so big and they blew up so quickly that it was impossible to get any information sure. from them. So I joined the Pearl Jam fan club. Like I remember. Oh I, wait, you said I it was sent,
0: impossible to get information about
1: them. Yeah, because it was before the internet. Yeah,
0: but I felt like they were on the cover of all the music mags. Not until, they were a little elusive. Yeah, okay.
1: not until the second. So album. So what did you get with this membership? uh i don't remember i got a poster and i got like their tour dates and stuff and we were trying to figure out how we can go see them then they played Lollapalooza, i think in 95 okay so it was just one of those things where you would try to get anything you can get your hands on you would they had a lot of b-sides yeah. you'd have to read about they, them in rolling stone they
0: uh encourage their fans to record their shows their concerts and I trade think them you're right i don't know yeah, that was a big thing because that's like their their um uh, they have a satellite radio station. They're on XM Sirius. There's like a Pearl Jam channel. And a lot of it is like concerts from like sure. June 5th, 1996.
1: Yeah. I, I just, I it, it was one of those things where just too much of them uh, overplayed for me. Same thing for Dave Matthews. Like I got into Dave Matthews and now I can't stand Pearl Jam or Dave Matthews. Oh, you know what? And that didn't make my list either. That
0: Ants Marching song. Oh. I think I could throw that on there safely. Okay. That would have been a... Next time.
1: We'll, we'll do another list. little but mental note yeah Pearl like Jam you just me.
0: hear that opening that bam 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 you're like oh i can't hear this dave Matthews. well there's different
1: versions of it the, well the one yeah on, they would... uh, remember two things versus the one on uh the the uh under the table oh dude you're really throwing and some uh
0: you're really the name of some... the
1: cover band the first band i was in in 1995 was under the table oh, we were fuck. supposed to be I always dave forget yeah you had a dave matthews cover band, but we didn't play any dave matthews those songs are hard to play on guitar <laughs> Under the table. Hey, man!
0: Oh, was it called "Under the Table and Dreaming"? That or was something? The, name of the album. Yeah. You should have went with "Under the Table and Drinking." You would have yeah. been huge.
1: Well, we had a good. If a you good were, show at the if Clyde you board. were
0: going to be the, um, what's his name, Lou Pearlman, the guy who put together all the boy <laughs> bands. What do you think makes the ultimate uh, cover band that can get booked every weekend of the rest of their lives?
1: Good gimmick. You need a good. Because in
0: Chicago, we have. What is it like? Spasmatic Wedding band. B a n n e d. Yeah. Two white crew.
1: Two white crew.
0: Um. And these play every summer fest ever in Chicago. Like it's a given. Those are there. like all my friends yeah. that they and local make H so much. Local fun. H plays every. Yeah, yeah. Music local fest. H and, Legally, they have to play every um, music fest in Chicago. There
1: was the uh, there was the, the seventies version too. Aphrodisiacs was okay. big for a while. Yeah. You just had, you need a theme. So you need
0: a gimmick, a thing.
1: CC um, Top Eliminator has a band, uh, their cover band.
0: I felt like for a little while there was the there wasn't really a grunge on dudes was there? with guitars who do the covers, and they can get pretty popular. They would play a lot of the stuff. Yeah,
1: there was a bunch of, there you know, like Maggie two, Speaks, there's yeah. was one. Or like there's, two dudes, like Bill and Steve
0: or oh, something yeah, like that. Yeah, the yeah, yeah. I think two acoustic versions yeah. of everything.
1: Yeah, that's a, that's a good way to gimmick. And it's in your overheads cheap because you don't have to pay a sure basis.
0: There you go. All right, Paul. We are, I know the main event normally is at the end, but for my money, this, this is, is
1: one of the worst songs of all this time.
0: This is the number it's one. almost too obvious. I mean, it was my first first pick in my head when I came up with this. I was like, "This is my fucking number one draft pick." And then when I opened your list, I saw that it was on there, and I said, oh, "Okay, well." Um, but yeah, I'm gonna play the beginning. You're gonna know it. You're gonna hate it. Oh.
1: <laughs> fuck this song. It's so hard, Damn. So hard. Fuck this song.
0: Uh.
1: Like, do you remember ever liking this song? I remember no. when it first came out, I was like, this is the worst song. This, Why is it on
0: everything? This song would not die. Uh, and then you heard, well, let me tell you what I heard. They would like brag about how this fucking Rob Thomas from uh, Matchbox 20. 20 uh, do you remember hearing the song about the, the the origin story of this song with him?
1: No. Do I want to hear this? No.
0: If you think it can't get worse, um, so Rob Thomas... Uh the story is, oh, is and this I about wonder his wife or something Yeah, I do yeah know yeah. this. So here's the story. Ugh. He grabbed a Sharpie and wrote the lyrics on his wife's body. Ugh. Are you fucking kidding me? Um yeah that was the big story that he uh, he wrote the song on his wife's body with a How Sharpie. How mad is she? Is that I remember they still you together? know what I remember being like I would have rather someone draw a dick on my forehead. That was me doing stand up before I did stand up <laughs> baby. Um, that's a bit dude it's a bit yeah he wrote, he wrote on her and I remember saying I thinking to myself that could be a bit I was watching premium blend I said if I came out there and said that I think these people would like me <laughs> so maybe I should give my uh my thank to the song for helping me write one of my first did bits. you do that on stage for no I, was, I wasn't doing stand-up back back in uh oh, could bring that 99 or whatever uh so um yeah this is just
1: this album for you kids that don't know Santana made an album of songs with his friends. Right, there were other people that so made cameos on he, this. yeah.
0: This was when Carlos Santana, who's smart enough to be like, I need other people. I, I'm not. The, I can't. I don't. I'm not a singer. I'm a guitar. So player.
1: before this, Santana was a well-respected musician by all his peers. He was a musician's musician. Yeah. He had one of my favorite songs, "I'm Winning," uh, by by Santana, and then he had "Black Magic Woman," which was famous. He played at Woodstock, the original one, I yeah, believe. Yeah. And then he decided to make this super album of horrible songs.
0: I mean he just got some he hired got every guns. Grammy. He got all the he got all the fucking hired guns. So uh, originally uh this dude this was this was originally going to be called a song called Room 17. But then it's they It's called Smooth, by they, the way. Yeah. They took all the lyrics so they're like, all right, forget these lyrics and then uh they said to rob thomas can you rewrite the lyrics and then they called it smooth and then he apparently wrote the uh awful lyrics on his wife's beautiful body and just (laughs) and here we are stuck with the song this is like one of those songs that did not go away also it came out supernatural yeah it came out it's uh,
1: available on at target for 5.99 if you wanna yeah this song came out uh, somebody i feel like if you wanted to hurt somebody you know
0: like how they have like like uh the branch davidians yeah. you know in waco they play, and they, they play music yeah. this is the song this you play is, over this be and like, over again I give up. you want to break a terrorist you play this um but yeah so this was the you know um i don't know
1: yeah this is uh, you know you can't go wrong apparently
0: rob thomas originally had george michael in line to sing the song but then he did it himself
1: oh santana you mean
0: no no oh. rob thomas was part of the right he was uh, uh, this song yeah uh Oh, no, no. Another guy who produced, I don't know. I'm reading too many things here. Listeners, why am I looking into this song? You much? can't
1: go wrong with having a Matchbox 20 on any hate list. They're one of the most hated bands other than, you know, Nickelback or whatever. Yeah. And, uh, and then it had
0: this resurgence in 2016 through memes, apparently. I don't know. God. He, he
1: did a song uh, with uh, Dave Matthews, Everlast, yeah. Put Your Lights On was on it. Did yeah, you know
0: that? I remember that one.
1: Um a song with Christine, Lauren Hill and Silo a little Glein. bit of this
0: a little bit. with uh who's that what's her name? Uh who sang uh, Michelle Branch? Yeah, I think A little right. bit of that. I remember that song. That, here's another thing. With this Santana album, I felt like it just kept they just kept throwing out singles cuz it was crushing. So they just kept doing more and more like you know on the album got, Maria Maria Most albums oh, what Maria, maybe like Maria. 2 3 singles? Sure. This I felt like just was like we're going to release every – because every once in a while there will be an album where they'll release like eight songs off of an album. It's like there's nothing left. They're like, no, no, we have one more song we could put out.
1: They talked about it on the Clive Davis uh, Netflix special too because okay. he was involved in this, of course. Okay. But um, yeah, Eagle Eye Cherry, which was huge at the time. Lauren Hill, CeeLo Green, a young CeeLo Green yeah. was on the album. From the Goody uh, Mob. Eric Clapton was one of the guests on that. Um, Casey Porter, Lauren Hill. 1999, won multiple Grammys. Yeah, worst song of all time, in my opinion, one of the worst songs of all time. Yeah,
0: because uh, he's a dork. 2000, Rob Thomas is kind of.
1: They did a tour with the Counting Crows, and I I started to hate the and Crows when they did a Matchbox Twenty and Crows show, and they were playing each other's songs. Yeah, uh, and, he, and they had like this. That's whole, a. It's
0: a, They're a weird band where uh, like, uh, I feel like they they think they're more like creative and like we're more Netflix artists 20? yeah like i bet like they're like those County crow guys are kind of hacks but we're like the real deal and that rob thomas like i don't know man he's just a pretty unlikable dude in my book yeah and uh didn't
1: he do something bad recently oh i don't know about that but not I, like bad politically maybe
0: i just know that uh dust just,
1: brothers were one of the producers on that too
0: oh they i mean they hired the big guns for this they dust brothers were a big uh producing duo they got all these fucking i mean what a gross just the whole thing oh, i hate the whole he's thing from
1: sarasota and we have a, we have the same birthday now i don't like him anymore <laughs> okay he's older than me.
0: but i just think that uh yeah for for my money you can't find a worse like fucking i never <laughs> want to hear this song ever again
1: let's than see this song right here uh, this is uh he's still with his wife it looks like oh wonderful oh no Oh, no no, 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 I was going to be like, what if she divorced him? I mean, what then? other
0: man would have her? She would had the lyrics to this song written on her body.
1: What if she, like, married, like, Billy, Billy, <sighs> Billy... Uh, Billy um, Corgan? Corgan, yeah. <laughs> that
0: would be pretty funny. Take a shower. Take <laughs> take another one. <laughs> I could still feel his lyrics on your body. <laughs> I don't know, man. This just sucks. I don't even oh, know what God. to tell you, man. It's just... It's he just... got
1: convicted of stealing a Camaro when he was 17. That's not so smooth.
0: Boom. Okay. <laughs> Whatever. It's just one of those I knew songs. Did like something. this. When I when I thought of this idea, this is just the song. I just hate this song so much. I. I and if I anyone never out liked there it, still yeah. is like, oh man, who liked this? Whenever song? I
1: who was listening to this? Parent,
0: song? dads, moms, and dads.
1: But they're all dead now. No, I
0: mean they're all very old. <laughs> And then maybe if you play this, and oh. they're in the hospital and they go, oh,
1: I remember this song. Rob Thomas announced uh, his fourth studio album, "Chip Tooth Smile, released in 2019. It was re- uh, he had two hits off of it. So one of the good things of coronavirus is that we don't have to oh, I mean, hear his tour. No, fuck gonna, him. Don't do? oh, I am. I don't know. I don't know, man. How, nobody has p- sympathy for Rob Thomas.
0: I did hear an interesting thing about Matchbox 20. They had a guy in the band who uh, like wrote a lot of the songs or co-wrote a lot of the songs. And they were like, all right, we're like really going to give this a shot. And he was kind of like, nah, I don't feel like it. So they were like, fuck you then. You're out of the band. And they they hated this guy so much that they didn't want to give him any money for any song he ever wrote. So they threw out every song they ever did, and they wrote all new songs.
1: Hmm. Because they hated this guy so much.
0: All new, all new. So like they had a record deal and they're like, also we have to write all new songs because we can't there, use Match
1: Like Twenty is considered one of the worst bands, right? I think Nickelback and them they're pretty.
0: Common. I would say they were the the Nickelback of their day. Like they were to, like they were the post they were the post grunge. Uh, poster children
1: i mean for our generation that's what i'm clearly. saying clearly but like, i'm saying do the kids these days also know how bad matchbox 20 is or i don't know if
0: you're if you're younger today, let us but, know
1: paul marty uh, i'm curious who knows i think like if you're over 35 right now you hate matchbox 20 under 60 uh,
0: i mean they that's the other thing unless too. you live in it's sarasota like, florida you just had to deal with them a lot back in the yeah. day you had to deal with them a lot
1: and this album
0: Yes. Now, your next song is another one of those songs that you had to deal with quite a bit when it came out. Oh, God. Uh, this is. Uh, here we go. Let's just play it. It's Happy Pharrell Williams. It might seem crazy what I'm about to say. So. Can't you just see a, an aunt dancing at a wedding? An aunt and uncle dancing at a wedding to this song? What is it about this song, Paul? That So uh,
1: I liked it when it first came out, right? Because Pharrell. Williams is a nerd, N-E-R-D, great, great, talented folks. Um, but it just was overplayed. And every comedy show, I felt like this was the what they would bring people oh, to. Oh, or, or before to. the
0: show starts, we're going to play this because it's like, hey, get ready to have
1: fun. So at Zanies, they had a show. Zanies and Rosemont, easily one of my favorite comedy clubs in the country, on Tuesdays. Uh, they do a show called uh, Tuesday, Tuesday 10, 10. and uh, 10 comics go up. And uh, because it's all – the first five or six are all people auditioning mm-hmm. for the club, and then the last four are the regulars. Then you get your paws. Yeah, like the people trying out new shit. And, I, and for a while, I was there. every. I had a good relationship with the club, and they would let me go up there. But the one thing I hated was because – there's so many artists or so many comedians going up. They didn't have time to learn what you want to go up to. They just played. They just played this song. Every time. Every time. time. Ugh, and so. That's,
0: that's that's not how you do it.
1: The the best part of that to me is that it was it was like a gift for people to bring up if you're a you know, a, a well-versed comedian to be sure. like, has anyone noticed this? <laughs> and then I remember, I think I was talking to our friend of the show, Jim Flanagan. I was like, nobody's addressed this yet. Like I think like if you yeah. did address it because here's, here's going what happens. Up, you have that gift. I feel like it was a, it was a, a trick to be like whoever addresses this first gets a weekend at the lab. At well, he, the here's what Haynes.
0: happens. It's just like, like just be like, all right, that's been my time. on Paul. Like wrap up your set.
1: Yeah. Sorry. If- right, thanks guys. My name is Paul Farber. Follow me on Instagram. All right. Give it up for Paul, everybody. <laughs> that's cool. That's cool. Great
0: <laughs> stuff, Paul. Uh, you can catch Paul here this weekend. Uh, uh, all right, you guys ready for your next comic? Let's bring up, you know, uh, Jim Flanagan. <laughs>
1: <laughs> like you can't do that. How can you? How can you go up as can't. a comedian not can't. address it? And can't. certain times, comedians—I well, think Flanagan addressed it, or I addressed it. But if you're an upcoming comedian and you're the third or fourth person, they're like, "Hey, address it," because yeah. the the crowd's knowing it. But yeah. anyway, that killed it for me. Although that was. One of my favorite things about comedy was that show going Tuesdays was a night you could get in three shows a, a night. And
0: I think I better put a because uh, I was thinking about that. They, they would always play that disturbed song uh, at the uh, downtown location, Paralyzer, I think it's called. Oh, that da- was da- back da- in da- the da- day. Yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. Martine used to Martin, play that. Martine, yeah, yeah, yeah. Another one of those bad songs.
1: There was a guy after Martine that would do songs that were just like the Love Shack. And I'm surprised you didn't have the Love Shack on there. I thought that would be a song for you to hate.
0: Love it to this day. Really? Still tell. Still. No way. Yeah, yeah. The professor, Professor of Rock on YouTube just had one of the ladies from B-52s on, and he was asking her about it.
1: I love that video because yeah. the girl, I, that's when I discovered uh, women when that video came The blonde lady? Yeah. Or the redhead? Well, I liked both of them. Yeah. And
0: they always had fun extras in it. That was a horny video. The video was she
1: wasn't wearing a bra, and she's bouncing around with big boobs, and you're you're, you're a 12-year-old kid. Yeah. Whatever. Or 13. That's true. Come on. Yeah. I showed uh, Sarah 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 the
0: uh, Madonna Express Yourself. That was a little boy Marty favorite, and you had to time it perfectly, if you know what I mean. I know what you (laughs)
1: mean. I, 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 uh, the Love Shack was it, but uh, I told people we're doing this episode and, and that song came up a couple times. People were like, who's doing the Love Shack? I'm like, I don't really hate it, but Marty might. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm, uh,
0: I'm down with, uh, I'm down with the B 52s, but, uh, really? Yeah. Yeah. Cause they were different, I man. did in like his They voice. were different. They were playing like, I, I, I put I like them, that song. I put them, I, I know they're not as good of a band as Talking Heads, but just those bands that were just seemed real weird. And when I was a little kid, I thought that's like what every, like, Club in New York yeah. was like like, the groove is in the heart by uh uh, who sang that song? Groove is in the heart. Da, da, da. Bootsy
1: Collins was the bassist. Yeah, he
0: was. Um, but anyway, whoever that was, uh, not the divinals. That was the, uh, I, touch I touch myself. myself. Oh God, uh, that was a good one. You know what I was, too. I was telling, uh, Sarah, we were, we were joking Delight. around about that. Delight. That's right. Uh, Who
1: still plays. They do sure. the, uh, they do the festivals at like, the end the of, thing. uh,
0: I touch myself by the divinals. She's just like singing and she's like, I honestly do. I think it's like, no, really I do this guys. I'm not just <laughs> trying to be sexy. I really touch right. myself, uh, which I thought was fun, but yeah. I, Happy is just one of those that it was everywhere. It was in uh movies for kids. Um remember Comedy when they clubs. were doing other other people were doing their own versions of the video? Oh yeah.
1: There was also it's also in like segments. People would use it as segments on TV shows like Kimmel would use it for, you know, whatever. I bet the, stupid I Ellen your, danced to it all the time. Oh yeah. <laughs> When she
0: was done, she just told, she just fired some intern for looking at her and then she danced to happy and pretended she was a real person.
1: You know, she, uh, I just watched our next guest with David Letterman and yeah. he had her on. Oh. It was recorded obviously before yeah. all the controversy and they go to, on the episode, they go to Oh, and everyone's like they love working for her. Yeah. Whoa, what yeah. a monster.
0: What a monster. Well,
1: Letterman was a monster on his show too. So probably that's why they bonded. That's what the word on the streets is.
0: Uh, he was big and like uh, after the show, he didn't want anyone to talk to him, which I totally understand. Um, he hooked up with a lot of people on his show, yeah. Which you know, got him
1: black. They tried to blackmail, yeah.
0: And he just was like, "I did this. You can't blackmail me. Yeah, I blackmail myself, bitch." Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, no, with Ellen, it's just like I don't, I don't. He also didn't come out and like dance with everybody and act like he's the happiest person in the world. Well, no, you shows. knew he was a you. Yeah. If I told you, tortured, hey, you're not going to believe this. But after Letterman's show, when he goes to his office, there's this hallway that has to be empty. You could be like, yeah, that makes sense.
1: You know what I mean? (laughs) Wouldn't you like that after a set? Oh, absolutely.
0: Nobody can talk to you. You get to go upstairs and just be alone. People don't
1: understand that. Like, it's sometimes after a show you don't want to be on anymore you just want to fucking especially well headlining. that's the,
0: that's how you know the comics who want to get laid versus the ones who don't right where and I, i'll joke about i joke about this where it's like they all hang out like at the bar or the exit where everyone has to go yeah, you out do it on stage and, and uh, you do the joke about it yeah and i feel like that's a real um uh that's like a rite of passage in comedy where after you're set and if, if you even if you have a great set you just go go upstairs go in the green room you don't need to be yeah, around everybody.
1: Well, for for me, I think that you do shows with people, and they're just all they care about is the minute they get off stage, they want to party. And like yeah. the me, for me, the minute I get off stage, I'm like, I just want to get food and like go eat <laughs> pumpkin pancakes and <laughs> I have. like that's uh, all I care about. Yeah, I feel like
0: nobody asked me to go eat after shows as much as you. Yeah, you're the number I don't one. Eat. Let's get. I don't food. eat before shows, yeah.
1: so I don't like to eat on stage because uh, it makes me sluggish but uh yeah i always do that and and that's the thing we're getting older but happy uh is a song that's at all those comedy clubs and it's just not
0: allowed yeah and i mentioned uh earlier when weird al does a version of your song is that like a a note to right yourself that you're just like didn't oh, he do man. smooth too i am i imagine he probably did because again, Weird Al has a, a whole. I mean, he puts out albums all the time. I don't know what songs he covers, what songs yeah. he doesn't cover. But I know that he made a spoof, uh, video song of this next song coming up. And
1: uh, this oh, is he, interesting. He did it on Happy too, right? I had to have right. Yeah, okay. I well, mean, whenever under a songs the that bridge, big, Red Hot Chili Peppers.
0: <sighs> <sighs> Can't you just see Flea playing the bass?
1: I feel like if you Shazam someone taking a shit. You no, know, this, this is John Fushante
0: <laughs> This is John Fushante playing this right now in the video. Yeah,
1: literally, this sounds like a, a toilet flush. You flush a toilet, this song comes on on Shazam. I like this song. You do? I still do. Uh, this is one of my one of our friends' uh, favorite songs, and I'm just like, I can't, I can't do it. Sometimes Stop. Don't so have a red hot chili peppers <laughs> is my least favorite band of all time can't you see anthony kiedis running in that video oh, a, the bridge downtown. oh god that part i can never make it that <laughs> point this comes up a lot for me um i i love that uh red blood sugar sugar sex magic album when it came out in 92 yeah. uh i was like a huge fan of them i saw them in Lollapalooza. i was like this band's awesome dude but, then something happened and I... St- it's like deadheads who stop smoking pot. You're like, I can't listen to the song anymore. So I
0: remember first seeing, uh, and I think I've mentioned it on the podcast, the Red Hot Chili Peppers in a movie called Thrashin'. Hell yeah. Uh, they were the house... I remember. They were the band at this bar. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and then uh, then their video for Higher Ground when they covered the Stevie Wonder song yes. Higher Ground. And I was like, I'm so Loved proud of at these that guys. that point too. So proud of these guys.
1: That's like 1990,
0: 91. Yeah. Uh, this album made them gigantic. They became big, big stars. Um, I don't, I feel like at some point they just like these bands just become everybody's band and they're not yours anymore. You know, this happens to bands. Sure. They, they kind of had, and we talked about it last episode with how Aerosmith got, where it was like at a certain point they just, it gets out of control and it's like, this is the biggest, you know, gigantic band. Um, I feel like the Pep chili peppers, uh, Became that a little bit where it was like all their songs. And then it was like, then the songs just have like no edge, you know? And some of these songs, you're just like, oh man, what is this song? And they would, some of those songs that they were coming out with uh, after this were just kind of like,
1: you know, that one hot minute, I mean, aeroplane, it's my aeroplane. Yeah. All a, their songs are garbage. To me, uh, the, if if there's one band that's, you know, obviously- You Maverick's really hate the Chili Peppers, you hate huh? Em. Interesting. I won't, I won't even, somebody told me that Flea wrote, was that you that he wrote a new book? He has a or new something. book. i like, the, I can't even, and I like Flea. I think he's talented. I have Anthony
0: Kiedis's book on my Kindle. I haven't read it yet. I've, I try to read it a little bit. It's oh. one of those, like we talk about, to get out of the, we're still in childhood, and he's just talking about, his dad would like- have all these Starts babes around write, the house yeah. and he'd be like, do you want to go have sex with my son? And they'd be like, okay. Yeah. And he would have sex with all these women. Brian
1: Morton from uh, Zanies is a big fan of that. My book. my
0: chili pepper song that I can't hear anymore is that
1: can't stop the babe, but the boom, boom. You oh, yeah. That song. We used to cover the one that was like how long, how long. Yeah, What's that that's one?
0: another one.
1: We covered um, that in the band Go Top, and I hated it then. They got real weird. That hey yo, oh, I'm talking about hey yo, yeah. Oh.
0: yeah. They they're a weird band where they I feel like certain bands have like these definitive chapters, you know. Like you see Pearl Jam now, and Eddie Vedder is like, sure. This guy and he used to be that other guy, you know, and it's kind of like that this chapter has chapters. never, this
1: is one big book. Red Hot Chili Peppers never they're corrugated. just all over the place. They're, they're real they're weird. Good. They're mm-hmm. real weird. You know, it's funny. Somebody recently told me that this was Red Hot Chili Peppers is their favorite band. And I remember being like so judgmental. Like I was like, you know, I, I always give people the benefit of the doubt, but it's almost like someone that says they're in queue or whatever the conspiracy organization is like okay, oh q and Nine yeah like <laughs> like i was like how are you you are so well-rounded in every other way and they, and they had other good music tastes so i was like this can't be right
0: yeah you know me, i don't know man they're just a weird they're a weird group who's got like
1: people who say under the bridge is their favorite song I mean tells me a lot all i need to know about them i mean it's like
0: is it is it like because it's supposed to be this deep deep song and it's like
1: Unless well, it was like a song that reminds you of There's something a lot of specific fun. in your life. I don't. There's care. a lot
0: of fun. Oh, uh, people have done bits about like every Chili Pepper song. is like California, heroin. Californication. Yeah. No, all, no, all their songs are like you got to oh. mention California. Okay. You got to mention doing heroin. Right. Uh, Jim Zeke is, uh, is a comic in Chicago and he would do like here's every Chili Pepper song. he be like <laughs> heroin, California. You know, it's just like, right. oh, okay. Yeah, I don't know, man. Uh, I could still hear some of these. But again, it's like. But I do remember when this this was a and these videos would be played like if you watched MTV all day, that video would play all
1: the this time. one. Oh yeah, under oh the under bridge. the bridge, yeah, yeah, it would play. Well, I mean every video they ever they were like one of those MTV darlings that they sure. have a video and they're like oh yeah yeah
0: and uh, man I will say this since I'm a, uh, a music insider uh, <laughs> they get off the hook they never get fucking for the for the Woodstock shit. They were, because oh, p- we've said this on the podcast, they were this, some, I do if they were like an anti-gun lobbyist or something, and they were like, they were, um, they gave everybody candles to hold when they were going to sing, I think this song, and uh, everybody just burned down shit instead. Oh, really? And then they claimed- That they was 1994? Yeah, or they what, claim- What song? The, the one that went to shit, yeah. yeah they yeah. claim, no, 99. 99, They okay. claim that they were going to play Jimi Hendrix' Light My Fire. Regardless, they claim like a relative of his was like, can you play a Jimi Hendrix song? It'd mean a lot to me. And they're like, yeah, we just play Light light My Fire when everything was on fire at Woodstock. It was just like, oh, they're the ones that did. But everybody blames Corn and Limp Biscuit.
1: Yeah. Limp Biscuit played in the afternoon. You're just an (laughs) apology. I think you're going to apologize. I'm just
0: saying be these guys. You know what they're like? They're like uh, somebody who like didn't get canceled, who like should have gotten canceled. And everyone's like, <laughs> but what about them? And they're like, eh, everyone likes them. You know? <laughs> I, I just, they're the Barack Obama of bands where everyone's like, what about all the drone strikes? And they're like, eh, hey, he's Obama. He dances to Happy <laughs> on Ellen. and we like him.
1: <laughs> this is, uh, yeah, I, I, I think that there's so many people that love Red Hot Chili Peppers and I get it. But like, they're just so bad. They're really, and his voice is bad, and 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 John Frusciante was a great guitarist, but what they've gone like through five guitars since then. It's like I think he's back. Oh, that's yeah, one thing. I think I heard back. that too. Um,
0: yeah, I think he's back. Uh, they did. And they, you know, they went through uh, yeah the guitars and stuff because he was their main guy, but he would, or at a certain point, he was their main guy, but then he uh, he had a drug problem and had to go away. I don't know. To they're, me, it's just it's just. Uh, yeah they i mean i don't know i don't i i don't hate them but again uh i can understand where the song would be one where you're just like i can't i can't hear this anymore I, I also mean, i remember uh i think flea on their behind the music or the behind the music about weird al he was like i didn't really like the song i didn't find it very funny
1: didn't uh was telling me that the flea did their start the star spangled banner like a lakers game oh or yeah was it was a real weird yeah yeah i would bet and, and he's such a he's such a good person too i get it but and, and i'm sure anthony kiedis is a is a fine gentleman also but i just can't stand his voice <laughs> and i can't stand, i like feel like like that joke you said it's like all their songs to me just blend together they haven't grown as an artist it's just like they just did the same fucking formula and they're like, all right, well, we'll have four songs that are upbeat with Flea starting on bass and then we're going to start with three about heroin in California. And it's just like, it's a <laughs> fucking, it's just a, it's a calculated fucking band that just Wow not good, not a fan.
0: I've come a long way since thrash. I feel like
1: at least Pearl Jam was a good band and they brought they did good things and even U2. Like we don't we both hate U2, but they've done good things for music. Yeah, I can they've name some U2 songs I can still get down with. Yeah, and they've done good things for the world. You know, Bono is uh he's gotten like a Nobel Prize or some shit, probably. But Anthony Kiedis hasn't done anything. <laughs> wow. <laughs> wow. I bet he's done I like said really it. nice stuff. Come at me.
0: All right. Well, that's been the show. That's been Paul's <laughs> list. A little aggressive. Sorry. Yeah, but uh, you know,
1: are nothing happen. if we're not passionate on this. That's
0: show. true. That's true. And that that look, these songs that you can't hear anymore. It's yeah, open it's to interpretation. It's,
1: it's, it's very subjective. Send us your list. Tell us what we disagree. If you're if you're a red hot chili fan, let us know. Please don't play this. Oh, I'm not. Oh, this is the. Don't version. worry. This isn't. This isn't. <laughs> Paul the, the at Peppers, gmail.com one. That's our episode. I'm going to go barf to this cover that. I feel like <laughs> Weird Al Yankovic. What's the vacation. song called? Uh,
0: this is the Bedrock Anthem. It was a. Uh, for uh, the Flintstones. Flintstones. Yeah, that's right. So yeah.
1: To the city of cavemen. <laughs> city
0: <laughs> what a dork. Bedrock. you got to love them. All right, everybody. That's been the show. We'll see you next stone. time.